Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney. Make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. You want to talk a little bit about what we did up in Wisconsin after we left uh We made some bad decisions. This week, we take a road trip up to Wisconsin. This is episode 132 of The Malting Hour. What's the hats on the hops? Guy, yeast, and speeds. This is the Malting Hour where we talk about our drink and tell you what we think every other week. And if we get drunk, well, we might slur our speech. Got the gift of gab, the friends we wish you had. Join us for a drink. Join us for a laugh. Time is never wasted. Where you getting wasted? The Malting Hour here. People, people, take your places. People, people, take your places. People, people, take your places. Welcome to the Malting Hour. I am one of your hosts, Tony Gullick, joined always with Brandon Winninger. Brandon, happy Monday. Happy Monday, indeed. Thank you, everybody, for being patient with us as our schedules are not very great. So we're recording this today when it should have been released. So happy Monday. One of the few times we do this. How you doing, Brandon? Good, man. How are you? Pretty good. Like I was just saying, I think I developed a little cough, maybe. I don't know. It's sneaking up, but I drank a lot of tea today, so I'm feeling pretty good. You've got um, what they call the the Wisconsin hack. <laughs> Classic Wisconsin hack. Because that's where we were at this weekend. We drove up from Illinois up to Wisconsin for a fun uh, bottle share um, with a friend of the show, Pat McHugh, which was awesome. And uh, a few people that were on episode two. <laughs> was that the Bourbon County blowout? Yeah, I believe so. And some people there. That was, that was, that was a lot of fun. But... Uh, we decided while heading that way, uh, heading up that way, we were going to make uh, a couple of stops. We ended up making two and the we'll go through the stops. Uh, obviously, right now we'll stop at the first stop. The first stop is a place <laughs> that we've never, <laughs> what a way to like, hey, we're going to check into all these stops. The first stop uh, is phase three in Lake Zurich. Has it, Brandon, I think we talked about this driving out there. Have you ever been to Lake Zurich before? No. I've never had had a reason. Never had to be, yeah. Never had to be. It's a very suburban town, and and where that facility is is very industrial and very kind of weird. But now, so now that you mention it, though, now that I'm thinking back on it, there may have been a time. Um, not that I was there to spend any time there, but um, I, it was either Lake Zurich or right near Lake Zurich. Um, there was a time where there was a guy I knew that uh, would work on my motorcycle. Um, and at one time, he literally came to the city to pick it up. I think he was near Lake Zurich. I don't know if he was in there, but Dang. kind of close by. What but, a guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no longer use him for the motorcycle <laughs> needs. But uh, yeah, I think that would be the closest. Um, but I've never spent any discernible amount of time there. 
Yeah, it was that was my first time, and it was my first time at Phase Three. Not my first time has, having Phase Three beers or us having Phase Three beers. I think on the show, but uh, you and I discussed plotting out spots, and that was the first spot that I think you and I agreed on. And we got a chance to go in there. And I will say this: it was it was weird because walking in, I really thought it was just like I didn't I didn't really you know think about you know is this the original spot or is this the newer spot. Because walking in, I'm like, wow, this is a really small tap room. Like, how do they get anybody in here ever? Because when you first walk in, it's basically like a tiny tap room. Yeah, it, and like, and it just kind of reminded me of um, there's tons of people that have that I know that have said have gone to Phase Three, especially out in like Zurich. And I, I am remembering people talking about long lines and like bottle shares in the parking lot or something like that along those lines. Um, just, you know, very, you know, what, what to me would sound like, Oh, it must not be that big of a place. So while you were shocked and I was like, Oh man, it, it really is small here. Um, thinking like that was it. Yeah. Um, and the only re- the only way that we actually knew, hold on, I'm going to turn on the lamp that you've made me. There we go. Uh, the only reason why we knew that there was more to it was that I ordered uh, what did I order? Constant curvature. Curvature. I was going to say uh, concentration. Uh, curvature three, which came out back in 2020, which is cool. They had that on tap because it was being poured over there and not in the main tap room. The other part of it, walking in there, was very funny because it got really quiet as soon as we walked in. And not only did it get quiet, but everybody turned and looked at us like it was like, "What are you guys doing here?" It's like they knew we were out of place. It's like. Yeah, I felt like we walked into Cheers and they were expecting Norm and they got, you know, us two schlubs walking in with like, hey, 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 Judes and Judettes. They got you guys uh, going to have some beers. <laughs> it's like they got Frasier and uh, Niles. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Frasier and Niles who was never on Cheers. But yeah, Frasier and Niles walked in. That is how it felt. But the the staff itself was was very cool. And we did call them out while we were looking at the menu. We were like, Wow, got really quiet since we walked in, and that was kind of funny because everybody laughed. Uh, yeah, and it's kind of like you said, like the the setup there is pretty nice. Um, they do have beers that are in the back because, as Tony said, he ordered curvature that was being poured poured in the back. We walked in there, and it was a very massive room. Um, when we uh, when this episode's up, obviously, uh, I will be posting some of the pictures that I took um as well so if you haven't been there you kind of get an idea of just the the sheer size um it's not it's not like you know you know if you picture like a a large tap room like rev kedzie is is a massive tap you know for just being a tap room it's massive yeah um but this is still like a really decent size and um it was kind of a relief i was like oh man i I thought we were gonna be in these tables you know like up, up in the front which wouldn't have been bad but uh, it was a whole it was a whole separate vibe in the back i felt like oh yeah absolutely i mean once we went down the hall and it was funny because they kind of directly go oh yeah go to the back room and i was like i don't know where that is but we walked down a hall and as soon as we walked in it's a giant basically a giant barrel room with like a small uh pinball arcade to the left not small there's like six machines uh kind of <laughs> upset with myself that i didn't go play pinball while we were there but you know, we were only there for a couple of beers um, and it was, it was, it was great because we, you, you found a barrel seat, like a, a two seats around a barrel, which was super cool. We got our beers and hung out there and took in the tunes and everything and kind of took in that whole experience in there. And it's, it's really awesome. I love, I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah, I agree. Um, 
I, uh, it, it, when we were kind of off your comment, like, oh, when they were telling us where to go to walk in the back, the only thing I saw, like, when we were walking straight forward was a door that said employees only. And I'm like, well, I guess we got to go through that door. <laughs> so I was literally just about to just fall through that door. Here we go. Like, nope. Uh, no, that was off to the right of that door. Uh, yeah. And it was like, it was, you know, a, a sweet broom. There's, there's, and like, because they're pouring beer back there, I think on busier days, probably, or maybe in the evenings, they have a bartender back there, I would assume. Yeah, that was my they, thought. Because they do have a POS back there and everything like that. Um, but it was shockingly like we, we pulled in, it's in an industrial kind of like warehouse area, you know, very attuned to like microphone if you've been there and like several other breweries. Um, and, and like, it was very unassuming. We didn't know what the building was from the outside, except Tony saw the bird in the window and he's like, I'm pretty sure this is it. I did. I did see the bird. And then we saw a picnic table like at the end of the building. And as we approached and there were some barrels, I'm like, I think we're in the right place. Um, but yeah. there were, And based on the amount of cars that were there, there was, you know, a handful of cars, you know, four or five maybe, but then like the, the bar was pretty full. And then there was a good amount of people in the back too, people playing some of the the pinball machines and just a couple of people scattered around and sitting. So um, yeah, like if, if I didn't know, I, I probably would have dro- driven right past it. So yeah, which is, we almost did that. Had I not seen the, I mean, maybe we would have noticed when it, you know, came to the benches, but yeah, had I not seen the bird. I don't think we would have noticed. So, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a cool spot. And so, yeah, I had uh curvature, right. Curvature, curvature yep. three from, I want to say 2020 um, or 2019, somewhere around there. Very good. Brandon, you did two beers um, from them. Do you remember which ones you had? No. <laughs> I thought maybe you had that ready to go. My bad. I probably should have said that ahead of time. Be like, find out what those beers are. I will say this. Uh, the curvature was great. It was it was really, really good. Um, it was a good pour. I like the the glass that it came in too. It was like this, like a small stemware for a five ounce pour. And it made it look like there was a lot more in there. Like it wasn't like a big glass and they were just put, putting like a small pour into it. It was like, it made me feel like I was drinking a good amount of it. And also conserving how much I was drinking at a time because I, I did sip on it for a while. Very good. Great coconut flavor on it. Good barrel. It was it was really tasty. And that was the second time I think I've had that. So I was really excited to see that on tap. And there were a couple other Imperial Stouts and, and, and Barrel-Aged Stouts. And that was the thing that I noticed about them. There wasn't like, that's the thing I noticed about phase three. A lot of it's like double dry hopped, hazy, triple dry hopped, and then some fruited stuff and then some lagers and then the barrel age stouts and the taffy apple one. I was kind of bummed because I wanted, I did kind of want just like a straight up IPA. Yeah. Like when we went up for the second beer, like I, I really just wanted a, an IPA, but I was happy with what I got because I got their uh, Polish style pills, which was very refreshing and very tasty. And I want to find it again. Yeah, so um, I did know one of the beers I had, but I didn't know the name of the second one. I, I just wanted to confirm. So I did. So I had uh, the the Pixel Destiny. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, and then the Double Pixel Daydream. Those are the first two that you had, right? Correct. The second one you had was a, was a smoked uh, lager of some sort. Was it a Vienna lager? Uh, it was, yeah, the, the P3 smoked Vienna style lager. There you go. Those are your three beers that you had. Yep, indeed. Yeah. Uh, and I and it's it's funny because we've we've talked about 
smoked beers before and it, like i'm i think both of us are very peculiar about smoked beers and you know two years ago maybe i probably never would have sought it out and if i would have saw it on there i'd have been like nah but it, it's just so fucking interesting how how the flavors work in there that like i when i did it i'm like this is you know like when i had that one i'm like this, this one's fantastic you know <laughs> and then pardon me but like getting into like previous ones like you know as we started kind of exploring that style um it, it's just kind of shocking like how well they're done and how well like the smoke is present and i've had some that are just way over smoked um but most of the breweries around here do it really well like the the, the smoked beer the rosh beer style um i think we've got a, a really good representation here in the chicagoland area yeah, it's I, I uh, nail on the head there because there I have had some like overly smoked beers and this beer in particular was really good. It was like a nice hint of smoke and, you know, there's there's a time and a place for like super smoky beers. But when I'm trying to hang out and have, you know, a couple beers, I don't want like, you know, like I'm drinking liquid smoke with every beer. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't want that. And that did not have it. Um, and like I said, that that Polish pills was super delicious crisp clean and the other two tasters that you had i thought were really tasty as well yeah i think we i think we made good choices for our 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 first stop yeah and the, the they also had food there um inside the 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 facility which we didn't get but it did smell really good it smelled like um toasted hamburger buns throughout the entire place while we were there that it did that it did which is not a bad scent. That should be a candle. Toasted no, hamburger buns. Which which is funny because like that's the last thing you expect at a brewery. You know? Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. I would expect to you know it smells like malt or it smells like it smells like they're or, brewing. Yeah, but no, it, it smelled like food. And that was nice. Yeah, it was. It's a good spot. And uh, you know, I looked up Uber rides from the city to there, which is, it's not economical, but doesn't mean I won't go back. I did like it. I would like to go back and hang out there and uh, have a few more, more beers and enjoy, maybe get some food and enjoy the atmosphere. Cause it was cool. And I think they, we saw Nintendo 64 in uh, super Nintendo as well. Yeah. Well, what we did, so it, that kind of goes to the point of like getting there being, you know, economical, um, there is the new El, the, well, new but newer uh, Elmhurst location, um, which is way easier for us to get through to. So, yeah, it's it's a bit closer to the city. So, looking forward to trying that out as well. Well, that'll be another stop. Uh, oh, and well, you can take the metro out there, and then it's the, it's, it's the way to really fly. Then it's like a ten minute Uber ride. It's not terrible. No, actually, it's kind of nice because then. You know, right on the metro, you can have a, a beer or two. Yeah. So, I mean, just kind of looking at this, uh, you would take the metro to Barrington roughly and then go there. And, and while you're in Barrington, go check out Wild Onion or something over in Barrington. Yeah. You really could make like a day trip riding on the metro, going back and forth or not going back and forth, but like heading out, you know, towards a, a destination at the end and either hit up places on your way out there or heading back. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, I was very happy with that uh with that stop and I'm glad we we did it. Now then we, we jump back into the car. Uh heading on to our destination. We did stop at a Casey's because I was getting very hungry and not eating anything that day. 
I did grab a spicy chicken sandwich with pickles from Casey's, which I thought was pretty tasty. You gave it a four and a half out of 10. I did, which doesn't sound good, but for like, you know, a gas station spicy chicken sandwich, it was, it was solid. I put a little mayo on there too. I was hoping for their uh, breakfast pizza slices, yeah. but we were way past, past it at that point. So I was not getting it. Brandon, what was our, well, you know what, before we get into the second stop, Brandon, what are you drinking right now? Um, so currently I am drinking a beer that surprisingly is brewed in Wisconsin. Um, and I picked what? this, I picked this up um, last time I went to the same place we were going. Um, on my way back, I, I stopped and I grabbed some new Glarus and I got their, um, their 30th anniversary quadruple. And that was one of the beers that I got. And that is what I decided to crack open for this uh, episode. It's my last one. So how is how is it? Uh how's it tasting? It's good. Um I don't want to say it's fallen off a little bit. It's a lot colder um than like the, the previous times I've had it. So um I feel like that has something to do with it as it's kind of warming up and I'm like just slowly sipping on it. It's getting it's getting better. More of that that dark candy kind of um kind of pulls through. Um I will go ahead and read what it says on the the bottom of the can. Uh, it says brewing for our Wisconsin friends since 1993 deserves celebration. This Belgian quad is a hearty combination of Czech, German and American malted barley. Rich, luxurious raisin, vanilla, dried fruit, and dark chocolate notes pervade. New Glarus Estate and German uh, Diamant Hops champion subtle notes of sure, cinnamon. That, and that sounds right. That sounds right. <laughs> Belgian dark candy sugar pushes the original gravity to 24 degrees Play-Doh. Big words. Be warned. Dan's balance artistry conceals a 10.5% ABV. This is a... Uh, voluminous brew ready to be savored tonight or lay down to celebrate a future occasion now i do yes and i do wish i would have saved one just had it somewhere and just kept it and see what happens but i'm I'm kind of done saving beers all the time man like i was gonna say like yeah you kind of gotta reach a point where it's like you know what i'm not doing that anymore yeah i mean i've got so much already saved and i'm gonna start adding more to that mess like come on maybe you should though i mean the fact that we went to a place i brought a bunch of beer and still brought beer back i was like oh you know a lot of uh there's a handful of krampus that were there and i didn't know they were all there i would have grabbed it and, and opened them up I, that of... literally would have been like my night like you know, oh yeah had, for sure we... but we'll get into that a little bit later oh, yeah uh i cracked it oh you know what, what do you rate yep. that one brandon uh, how many um, how many anniversaries are you <laughs> um given this one like four two five nice yeah i can go with four that. two five four yeah. and a half roughly uh good beer fucking tasty i i enjoy it yeah i ended up uh you know while up there uh, in wisconsin always got to grab some nuclear beer and i couldn't decide at first because we were heading back and you know we stopped at a gas station and we we're gonna grab some uh, and then you pointed out that in the cooler there was Wisconsin Belgian Red, and as soon as you said, <clears throat> excuse me, as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, got to grab that. Uh, I'm pretty sure we've had this on an episode before, but I'll, I'll read uh, what it is. Um, Wisconsin Belgian Red from Nuclearis is a fruited beer, four percent ABV. This beer is brewed with whole montmorency oh man i can't pronounce that uh cherries wisconsin farmed wheat and belgian roasted barleys 
lagered in oak tank and oak tanks and balanced with holler two hops. Uh, we aged in our brewery one full year. Over a pound of Door County cherries in every bottle makes this beer uniquely Wisconsin. Expect this beer to be ruby red with a medium body that uh, highly carbonated and intense with cherry flavor and bouquet. And I've said this before, this beer reminds me of Cherry Jolly Ranchers, and I really, really love it. Yeah, so just I just did a quick search, to like on our stuff, and this might be our problem for not listing, sure. which we, we should... In our descriptions, we should list every beer that we have in every in every description. I think the last time when you mentioned that, we we started doing it. Since yeah, then. you got better. At, you get, we've gotten better at that. But um, no, you're right. I got I've, better at it. <laughs> yes, from from what I've searched, however, um, it has not been mentioned. So, oh. strawberry I, I, rhubarb has been on here, and then we did like pear twenty one, and then we did a whole new Glarus episode, and we did, did not include the Belgian red. That's insane to me that on the whole New Glarus episode, we did not include this beer because I love this beer. It's one of my favorite beers from New Glarus. I mean, I think we did a, a good representation with Spotted Cow, two women, uh, their Berliner Apfel and Serendipity. Wow, we haven't even done Moon Man. Nope. No, and I like that better than Spotted Cow. <laughs> I do too. And we didn't do their, uh, God, what is it? Uh, Longhorn or something. I forget what their, their Oktoberfest beer is. Yeah. And then there's that that new box that we saw. Yeah, we should, we should, we should have got that and split it. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm impressed by our restraint. So I actually, I, did great. The, I, I bought the, the Belgian red as well. Um, uh, because that is a beer that my wife enjoys. I thought you bought uh, the raspberry tart. Nope. I ended up switching. I was like, no, nope, I'm going to go with the Belgian oh, red. Oh, nice. You switched yeah, out me knowing. Bought the same thing. Uh, because I know Becca likes, I, I could have gotten the raspberry tart too. And she would have been just as happy, but. I like the Belgian red. I do too. Like I said, it tastes like cherry Jolly ranchers in liquid form. It's so delicious. Yeah, I mean, it's like such a well done beer. It may like that having beers like this from New Glarus is what makes me sad that they're not closer. Yeah. Um, but also makes really makes me want to go back and be there again. Like, well, well, spend a day. <laughs> yeah, we, we both said that that's what we want to do, and we also said that you know just going up and going to Wisconsin to grab some more Nuclear Spear is uh, in our cards for the future. Yeah, I mean, in reality, Wisconsin is not that far. So. Not at all. It's about as close as some of the southwest suburbs from where we live. Yeah, and, and we, we've gone farther for dumber things, so. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you want to move on to the next brewery we stopped at? Sure. All right, uh, Brandon, where do we stop next? Um, so we actually, and shout out to Tony for finding this, um, noticed a small little brewery, um, in another industrial area in Lake Geneva, um, called Mash Ton Brewing. And that was hands down an amazing find, um, not just because of the, the beers that we had, um, but we met the the owners, um, Ricardo very, and his very wife. Very cool. Very cool. And chatted with them a little bit, and I, you know, told them, "Hey, we have a podcast. We like to talk about beer. Can I come back and take some pictures?" And then, like, he just told us his story, and it was just, it was so cool. And they've only been open for five and a half months, but that place, like, they had steady business coming in the entire time we were there. Absolutely, it was family friendly as well. Yeah. And as soon as I walked in, I was like, "It smells like pizza." Turns out, it's grilled cheese, baby. Yeah, so they do. They specialize in 
delicious beers and probably equally as delicious grilled cheese that we did not get. But Tony, I think, was remiss when we left. Absolutely. <laughs> that did not get a grilled so cheese. Mad. <laughs> it smelled so good. The description sounded awesome. Like, I will... I definitely want to make the trip up there to Lake Geneva to to go there again because it was just so tasty. Like I'm willing to take the trip to go like and do the actual interview. Oh yeah, agreed. So we we ended up we we got his card, uh, Ricardo's card, and we do plan on reaching out to them um, in the near future to to schedule something because it's it's a good listen. Uh, I think it'll be a good listen and it's a good story. Absolutely. I don't, don't want to like blow the story like people can go like he's such a nice dude he will talk to you and tell you his story um and maybe you want to hear it firsthand um so do that go there so like this is your this is your motivation to go there and get the story otherwise just wait you know hopefully with the next um couple months uh when the weather gets nicer again maybe we'll make the trip back out there and spend spend a little time with them to, to chat with them because I, I I would love to do it in person if we could. Like that would be a fun one to do in person. Yeah, I agree one hundred percent. Mainly because I just want to drink more of their beers. Because we did have uh, we had more. Well, I I had more than there than I did at um, Phase Three, and super impressed because they had an amber three porters and oh God, what was the other thing? They had on. I was like, "Wow, it's it's crazy that they had that." But like three different porters and a fucking amber ale is is awesome because not many breweries will keep a porter on tap all the time, or let alone an amber. Um, and I I know you got the amber, and I had one of the porters, and it was just really good. We also got um some samples from uh stuff that was uh, in tanks that Ricardo grabbed for us, yeah, for us to try. Um. We also learned a little trick, a couple tricks too, um, that uh, hopefully you and I can uh, implement into some of our beers soon. But I want to talk about the first beer that I had, which was Lake Days Mosaic. Um, that one was really, really tasty. I, I got it because it was a hazy with uh, mosaic, and the I was trying to find the description of it. It's there's no real description of it. It's a New England no. hazy. Um, but it has mosaic and lotus hops for dry hop. And I have heard of lotus hops. I don't know of any beers that have it, but the aroma on it was like pineapple and it Mm -hmm. was, oh, so good. Like, I feel like that beer was a fucking game changer for me of like, I love mosaic hops, but that dry hop with that lotus hop just really just elevated that i'm watching a lot of cooking shows just really elevated that beer and took it to the next level but it did it made the experience of like smelling the beer and drinking the beer being two separate things but they work together so it was really exciting to like being able to to experience that uh in one beer yeah i agree um and like so i ended up getting the the independence all-american ipa because I just, I saw the name and I was like, oh, that sounds cool. Uh, but I've never had an All-American IPA. Uh, but it was, um, oh, no, no, no. I, so I did, not, I got the dry hopped. American I was going to say, you, you yeah. got the dry hopped version of it. Um, so it's basically a, uh, a a West Coast IPA. 
um, and then they just uh, dry hop it a little bit extra to kind of increase the aroma, which it definitely did. I don't know if he, I don't remember if he told me what the hops were in there. Um, and if he did, uh, I apologize. But it was, I mean, it was very reminiscent of like a traditional West Coast IPA. It didn't give me the, like the vibe of like Pliny or anything. It, it gave me more of like, you know, stone brewing, like, you know, their early stuff um, or like some of the, the other smaller breweries that I've, excuse me, been to out in California that just do, you know, it's like these big IPAs. Uh, and it was, it was, it was fantastic. Um, I enjoyed it and I probably drank it faster than I should have, but it was just, it was a really well done um, IPA. And I think that when, you know, coming to IPAs, like if I, if I have a choice, um, you know, I've talked about like how I don't always seek out hazies, but if you have like, you know, choices of hazies or West Coast, I would probably choose a West Coast first because I'm more familiar with them and I, I kind of know what to get. Um, and even when they're done wrong or not good, um, they're still usually palatable and I've had some bad hazies. So it's like, eh, yeah, well, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, I've been, I've been there as well. And like you said, I, I liked the mix of, of, of what they had. I didn't feel like it was like a one note type of, of brewery. Cause I ended up, uh, after the lake days, I ended up moving on to, I, I wanted to try, God, I wish I could have tried all the porters, but I did the Lake Beast Lurking and the Deep Porter. And that is hands down like a perfect representation of a porter. It's very light drinking. It's dark, but you can still kind of see through it. There's a roasty chocolateiness to it without it coming off as like a stout. And it was, it was refreshing. And then that's what I want from a porter. I want like a a roasty, light-bodied, and, and crisp, refreshing, you know, beer, and that's what this was. And I was really excited. And had we not had plans to move on to the next event, I think I would have had at least one or two more beers. Oh yeah, totally. What was your your second beer? Was which one? I did the Campfire Amber Ale. That's right, which was also very tasty. Again, another style that a lot of breweries, which understandable, don't always have on tap because. There's not a huge market these days for, you know, amber ales, but I love amber ales and brown ales. They're, they're my favorite. And what's interesting about their, their campfire amber ale is it's just their descriptors for it is it basically finishes drinking around the fall campfire. And we've talked plenty enough about beers that you can drink around a fire. Absolutely. Um, and but their description, like this one, has kind of uh, more of a, a profile description than the other ones. And it says, "Crystal malt gives aromas of fresh baked biscuit or toasted bread and nutty caramel to this comforting drink around the campfire brew." Uh, and that's exactly what it was. It was super, super, super clean, super easy drinking. Um, I loved the the like the, the breadiness and the nuttiness kind of complemented each other. Um, there was this caramel sweetness that kind of lingered through there, um, but very, very easy to drink. Very, very pleasant. Um, I, I'm, I'm not upset that I got that at all. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, you shouldn't be because it was a really tasty beer, and amber beers are underrated and and very, very tasty. So I look forward to when we can go back there. I mean, they had like twelve or so, like fourteen different grilled cheese. I could be wrong between twelve and fourteen for sure, or ten and fourteen for sure. Uh, and they all sounded good and they looked good while we were sitting at the bar watching them being cooked. And uh, they just, God, I want to have grilled cheese this week and I will. 
Good. I will. Um, you want to talk a little bit about what we did up in Wisconsin after we left uh, Mashdown? We made some bad decisions. No, we didn't. Jesus. Um, we uh, we have our great friend of the show, Pat McHugh, invited Ooh. us to his annual beers giving event. And this year he decided to do it at his family's lake house up in Wisconsin. Uh, that's about as far as I'm going to go. Um, and, it's in the middle of nowhere. Don't worry about it, creeps. Yeah. Uh, and there was, ooh, I'm trying to, like, ten of us, maybe? Something more. like that. There's a uh, lot of us. There was a good amount of us. Uh, Tony and I got there at about 2.30, um, and I brought, um, I don't know, like, over 12 beers, I think. Yes. Um, and Tony brought his three liter of Woot Stout that he's been holding on to for a while. Oh, yeah. Um, that we, <laughs> we were looking to enjoy. More on that later. Um, and we walked in and I was like, oh, shit, I don't even know if I need to bring my beer out. Like, I probably could have left everything in the car. There was so um, much. Yes. And there was okay. so much the next morning, too. So, yeah, we were responsible. We stayed the night. Tony and I shared a, 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 a bunk. Aw. It's kind of like a bunk. Like, you were lower than me. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Uh... And yeah, so we we got there. Everybody brought, um, you know, pretty much everybody brought beers. Uh, a bunch of people brought different foods, snack stuff, which, you know, we brought some snack stuff as well. Um, it was kind of funny because we were at Casey's and Tony was getting his chicken sandwich. I was like, I'm going to buy pizza rolls. because yeah. like, That sounds fantastic. And it did sound fantastic. And it still sounds fantastic. Um but we got there and we we got into drinking and I did not do I did a terrible job of checking into stuff. Um, but luckily, I have we have friends that are not as terrible. And I'm kind of going, literally looking through the list right now of like all of the things that people checked in uh, while we were out there. And yeah, I did my best to try and like check in stuff, but I did not check in everything. Yeah, so there's there's a couple of things that there's like and the the notable ones that that I enjoyed are you know people checked in, but it was there was a plethora of beers, and I feel like in a lot of beer shares, you know, all the nerds of beers, you know, can kind of get behind this. It kind of turns into like you know a barrel aged bottle share, and there was there was a lot of that, you know, barrel aged beers or stouts, um, but then like. There was a couple, like, I brought some IPAs um, and some other different stuff that kind of slipped in there. And, like, we had those, and those were fantastic. Um, but, yeah, just a lot of big beers. Yeah, and, and like you said, some people did bring in, like, a handful of, like, you know, a few palate cleansers, so to speak. Uh, yeah, so anything notable that you drank? Yes, the most notable thing that I drank as I'm looking through my phone to pull it up was safe word mocha, which I'm sorry, <clears throat> barrel aged safe word mocha that comes from cerebral. Thank you. Uh, that was really good. That was my favorite one. I know that a couple other people chose a different, um, uh, not barely aged beer, but an Imperial stout that was, you know, um, inspired by like a Mexican hot cocoa that seemed to be another uh, a lot of other people's 
favorite uh big beer for the night but that one was was really good it was it reminded me of being back at gabf for the first time and having um fellowship azul oh yeah without like the heavy brownie batter but the aroma was there so that was my favorite um what about you man was there a beer that stood out to you the most um i did enjoy that one um i enjoyed um foreign exchanges into the wilderness you were on your own on that one yeah i i it wasn't like my favorite but like it i i enjoy i didn't i didn't mind it and here's here's when i liked it the best it's when i had it the next day <laughs> that's why yeah, i mean it was breakfast time which made one, um, one more sense yeah and it, it, like it, it, here's the, th- the thing with a lot of these beers too like when you're doing these like all day drinking events there's some fantastic beers that just get so lost to a palate being burnt out absolutely um I feel like that was one of them. Um, and I do feel like it opened up a lot more like the next day because I, was like, I poured a little of it. There was a little left. And I was like, I like, I have a rule. Like if it's a stout and it's above like 10% and it sits out overnight, I'm like, it is fine the next day. Like I will totally drink some of it. Um, and Amen. I did that with, with more than a, more than a few of those. Yeah. You actually had some of the double brownie, du- double bourbon County brownie infused bourbon County. That I did. Um, it was very good. And there was the other one. I forget the name of it. The s'mores one. Uh, that's from Boulevard. Yes. That was also very tasty, which, again, I was bummed because I didn't realize that the fireside Krampus was there just sitting there waiting <laughs> yeah. for us to grab. That would have been a good side by side. I would have. You know what? I didn't grab any beers at all to open up except for the one that I brought. Um, I let everybody else grab beers to open and that would have been one for sure had I seen it. Would have grabbed me like, let's try this one, guys. It's really good. Um, what was the other? There was another one that literally just popped in my head, and then you were talking, and I lost it. Uh, oh, it. Um, it, it's one that I brought, but the Drekkers. Uh, yes, like, that was really I good. I was I was surprised at how how much I liked that. It was me like, too. I was one hundred percent blown away. I was like, I was not expecting to like it, to be honest. I and I'm glad that we only opened one of them, so now I have three of them, so we can have more. Good, because next time I come by, we're cracking one open. Yeah, that was that was fantastic. I was I was really impressed with that. Um, and a random side note, um, I'm, I was scrolling through. I've got Untapped open up on my computer, and my point of reference was going to Liz and seeing what she had checked into. But I noticed that. Miss Liz is currently, as of 30 minutes ago, at Mars Community Brewing. What the? And she has checked into the Pachki Stout. Oh, Pachki man. Stout. We got to get it again, baby. I know. <laughs> I'm very jealous that she's doing that right now. Son and she's having it on draft. I was like, oh, man. Uh, that's making me mad. Madder than I ever have been before in my life. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I, was, I was following a lot of her check-ins as well to find out uh, or, or just to make it easier. Um, yeah, there was, I mean, there was such a crazy mix of beers. You brought some hot butcher beers. Some people brought sour beers and IPAs, you know, to kind of like, palate cleanse as much yeah. as we were we were having because all those big beers just after a while just they just add up real fast yeah i mean like you you can definitely get some flavor fatigue quicker than you want to drinking um, water always helps too yep uh agreed which i i did yeah more you towards... won, i think you won the award for most hydrated uh more towards the end too um 
I, and I will also admit that I, I took like a 40 minute siesta. Like I, yeah, it's a pro move right there. Took, and I, I, I did literally, I took my stuff up. I, I was making my bed. Cause I was like, I do not want to be too fucked up to forget to do this. So I threw stuff on the bed and I was like, Oh, my phone's dying. Let me plug that in real quick. And then I was, I looked at the time and it was like seven 20 or whatever. And I was like, this is normally the time we put the kid to bed who wasn't there. And I was like, I um usually end up falling asleep when he goes to bed. And I'm like, maybe that's why I'm so tired. So I was like, boom, I crashed out till like eight o'clock, came back down and rallied till like one, but also made the decision. Like I had like one or two more beers after that. And I was just like, I'm done. Like um, I just physically, it it wasn't that I was wasted because I wasn't, and it wasn't that I was like that I couldn't drink any. Well, no, I think that's what it was. I wanted to drink more. I think my my body was just telling me like, no, dude, like you're full. You are full. You're done, and dude. That I, and that I was. So I bowed out. Unfortunately, it was a, it was a good move. Uh, I continued to drink. I <laughs> drank until about uh, two thirty and shut it down with Liz. Liz and I were the last ones there, so shut it down. Much, much like. And, and by the way, uh, to hear some of these people, or uh, yeah, to hear some of these people uh, that we hung out with, if you go all the way back to episode five, Bourbon County Blowout Part One, uh, some people were a part of uh, that who we uh, hung out with this weekend, which was very cool. It was, it was- um, so there were some other there were some beers that we had that I was just like meh about. Um, unfortunately, one was from Half Acre. It was the that. Let's see, which one? Beer. Oh, you didn't like that one? It was just like meh. Oh, I like that okay. one. I like that one. I was very happy with it. Thought it was okay. Um, and then I was kind of going back looking at other stuff. Um, I'm sorry, you have a shitty palate, Brandon. The the barrel aged uh, <laughs> macadamics. Yeah, that was okay. Yeah, that one was that one was all right. Um, and I wasn't saying that was bad, but it was like, it was, that one was like, okay. Um, I'm trying to think of like anything else, if there was anything that I had that I was just, like, I don't think I don't really anything. Um, uh, shout out to, um, the beer we had from sketchbook brewing the E-Town Brown. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Um, I got to meet the, the gentleman who brewed that at Pat's wedding. Um, so that was, that was fantastic. Um, Yeah. So Julie, who was at the party, did a really fantastic job of checking into almost everything. Oh, oh barely, nice. Barely safe word. Did we talk about that? No, yes, we, we didn't. Did. Oh, oh we yeah, did. we did. Yeah, the yeah, mocha. We did. yeah, yeah. That was the most like, yeah. yeah, That was the one that I, I loved. That was the one I made. Um, oh, and the, dude, the chocolate strawberry Yeti. Yeah, that, that surprised me. And I, I, I was telling Jordan that, uh, I think it was Jordan I was talking to about it, that the last time I had, no, it wasn't Jordan. The last time I had a Yeti. <laughs> was the fucking gingerbread Yeti that I did not like at GABF. Mm. And I haven't had a Yeti since. And that one, that chocolate uh, strawberry one was fantastic. It was so Yeah, they did a really good job. It was really good. I really liked that one. I'm trying to think. The only one, okay, so we did some infusions as well at Bourbon Counties. Oh, that we did. Cannot, we cannot forget about that. The first one we did was a 2015 uh, Bourbon County, infected Bourbon County. Stupid. Uh, with Reese's uh, Puffs, if you follow us on Instagram, facebook you probably saw that uh the only thing bad about that was that the bourbon county was off it was infected it was no good but we've done you know we've done cereals before and that was good this one we yeah, thought, i liked it though i liked it yeah you weren't the only one you weren't the only one that was the only beer that i actually dumped i couldn't do it i did not like it fucking you, loser you poured more you were like in your face tony look what i yeah. can do 
Um, and then the next one we did was these very strong, but like a year old coffee beans that were just insane. And I was saying from you guys Bora should, Bora. Yeah. And I was saying you guys should have like fucking blended it up and crushed it up a little bit so we can impart more flavor, but we didn't. We let it sit for like 20 minutes and oh my God, the aroma and taste of the coffee in there was amazing. It was so good. That turned out way better than I would have expected. Absolutely. It was fantastic. Um, well, and because then, then when when Pat was like, oh, let's do coffee. And I was like, okay. In my head, I was thinking, is he going to brew like a strong coffee? And then we're just going to like do that? And he's like, no, like we'll, we'll just do the beans. And like, and then in my head, I was like, we're not grinding them. He's like, no, I, do you have to? I was like, I'm not well, the for a French, expert. Well, but for a French press, you normally do grind it. You yes. firstly grind the coffee. And then I had, I'm like, I'm not the fucking expert here. I was like, I'm like just a resident drunk here at a party. Like, yeah, sure. Let's, let's let's try it your way, and his way was not wrong. Not at all. Um, what is, here's the thing, though. Like because they were older beans, I'm wondering that if we would have grounded ground them, like if we would have gotten more off flavors and more bitterness, then maybe that like green pepper type. Yeah, thing. yeah. Maybe. Either way, it was good. Do you remember? I I, I think the next one was the pumpkin. Chinese. No, I think oh, it was pumpkin yeah, spice. pumpkin spice. The pumpkin spice. So I was I was in charge of that one, which we found we figured out like what was what are the ingredients? Spices. Yeah, what is yeah. what's the ingredients for pumpkin spice? It was good. It was just very cinnamon heavy. It smelled more like pumpkin spice than it tasted like pumpkin spice. Yeah. Uh then we did the Chinese five spice, which I was again, <laughs> I, I finished it, but I was I was uh in the 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 lesser of the crowd where I did not like it, and most people um thought it was okay, which you know, teach their own. Yeah, I took a, a a small little sip of it. It wasn't terrible, but I was like, yeah, no, I couldn't. It reminded me of Chinese barbecue pork spare ribs. Which, and then I was like, oh man, if we had some like good, you know, Chinese meat. Like- I mean, that would be like the like side by side. I would, yeah, that would have taken that one. That that one for me would have been like, oh man, this is delicious. I really like this. Indeed. Uh, and the final one was that there were Bourbon County brownies that were baked, brownies baked with Bourbon County, that we took originally one, but then realized that two was better uh, and uh, French pressed it. By the way, the 2015. Oh, with the coffee beans as well. Right. That's right. That one was my favorite of the night. It was amazing. You can taste and smell the brownie and get a little bit of that coffee. And it didn't cover up the Bourbon County. Might have been too much for some people, but I think overall, that was for me the the winner of the night for the French pressing of Bourbon Counties. Yeah, agreed. But yeah, yeah. And, and I had I had like a, a little bit the night before, like that night I tried a little bit and then the morning I tried it and it was like <laughs> there was still like a significant amount left. I was like, I'm gonna give this a shot. I'm like, holy shit, that was good. Yeah, I give you props. We got up at nine in the morning and then uh, you did like a couple of half tasters of some beers that were still sitting out. So way to go. <laughs> no beer goes to waste. I mean, some of it did, but overall, a lot of it did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there were, there was a couple other misses that I'm not really remembering, but like overall, it was a really nice, like it was a fun time. It was a great time to, to try these beers and sample them and, uh, you know, hang out with people and enjoy. Like that was a full, like basically a 12 hour day of drinking for most of us. I mean, if we're talking misses, I think we have to mention the three liter of Woodstock. <laughs> Unfortunately, did not hold up. Uh, it was, wasn't bad or it wasn't terrible, but it was not not good. 
No, it tasted oxidized. Yeah, I was kind of, I was kind of bummed out by that. But you know what? It, the experience of opening that up was 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 fun, and uh, thank you for that gift, Brandon. I appreciate it. Yeah, great. Um, <laughs> Got a bunch well, of oxidized beer. Well, it probably it may not have been at the time, but true, true. Um, and also, I'm glad that there was enough people around to like just try some of it. Because, dude, if we would have done it like we had said so many times in the past, oh, just me and you, we'll open it. Like, oy, oy, oy. like, like either we would have been stupid and forced ourselves to drink it. I, I think or, we would have. I think you and I would have forced ourselves to drink at least half of it. Oh yeah. Um, but I mean, but I had. I gave myself like a full pour and I I drank it. And yeah, I, was, I did like, too. I, I I you get, actually I think you poured it for me, so I had a nice full pour of it. It, it was, was like it, it was fine. Yeah, but, but it's was, not it's not the Woot Stout that we love. No, not at all. And when Woot Stout comes out, I'm always excited to to give it a try. Yeah, so like definitely not a knock at Woot Stout at all. Um, no. it's a fantastic beer. It's just that the way that I don't know if it was just the way it was stored originally because like i know you kept it like you had it refrigerated too right? I, ever since you gave it to me it's been in a refrigerator yeah so like there's no way that like there could have been like terrible um and like it even when you took it out of the fridge it sat in the car which it was like 30 degrees outside i was gonna say so, yeah it was pretty cold outside so the stops we made along the way like when we got it we pulled it out of the car it was still like chilled yeah um it didn't warm and- up enough to like fuck it up yeah, it should have been it should have been like at like the perfect temperature roughly that you want to drink that at. And it just it fell short, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh well. You know, and that's how it goes sometimes. And that's why everybody drink those beers fresh. Indeed. Indeed. Well, Brandon, I think we I think we covered this entire trip pretty well. I had a great time. Thank you for bringing me along. And Pat, thanks for having uh me and, and Brandon up there. It was so much fun. Uh, it was nice to be a part of uh, a tradition that uh, you know some friends do. I was the I, I was a little bit of the outsider, but it was great. Oh, you and you ended up making yourself right at home, so that's like it wasn't hard. It's not hard for me to myself home. I mean, <laughs> like it's like like all of those people are super cool and like oh yeah, it's it's not it's not, I was just saying it's not me, it's it's them. I mean, I love the fact that as soon as I walked there, you know, even at like Fobab, Jordan started talking to me right away, and and Jordan started talking to me right away. Uh, uh you know. On on Saturday, so that was cool. Yeah, Jordan, uh, all like super cool people. It's nice to you know hang out with people like Liz. Like we know Liz all the way back to like the high school days. Um, she joined us at the plays at Quigley and stuff like that. So like I've known, um, she was commenting that like being friendly and knowing somebody. She's known me, and you know, and I think partially you as well like longer than she's known pat even though she went to school with pat yeah she wasn't really friendly with him until like after high school i think um sometimes that happens yeah so it was like small world um and then like you know there's just like this whole like universal like she was friends with she became friends with patty mcgrath from the play right you know and patty was you know like we we grew up with pat you know when it grew up but like all we did all this the youth group stuff with patty in high school like yeah so it, it's just it's it's fun like hanging out with her and like retelling stories and just you know like enjoying um being with like pleasant people like that yeah i mean there was a uh, heated discussion over sandwiches and hot dogs yeah. Is, a hot dog, is a hot dog a sandwich? You guys tell us in the comments. Let us know. Do you think a hot dog is a sandwich? Yeah. I was out with Pitts for a while. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You brought it to the podcast, man. 
Way to go. I don't know if she listens, but we'll find out. <laughs> um, Let her know. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, no, it was it was great. Um uh, I, hopefully we will get that invite again. Um, but that's kind of like um an extended version of usually what happens on like the taco trolley that we do. So hey, and uh you know what? I'm signing up this year, baby. <laughs> oh, you're signed up. Ah, thank you so much. I can't wait to go. I'm looking forward to eating plenty of tacos. <laughs> Tacos and debauchery, and then a pinata at the end. Well, that sounds like a great time to spend a warm June evening. Yeah, dude, it's it's usually always, I don't think we've ever had like a terrible time. Like the weather is always pretty much cooperated for us, I think. Hey, man, with me there, who knows? I could ruin everything for everybody. Thanks. Looking You're forward welcome. to that. Can't wait to not be invited to anything ever again. <laughs> Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you for giving us last week off and, and giving us some time to post this today, even though, you know, it's still technically Monday, but, uh, you know, we're behind all the thing. We got stuff going on. Um, we're still, we're still planning a fifth anniversary episode sometime soon, but there's a lot going on. So, uh, a multi mini or after the final pour will be for you next week. And then, uh, you know, we should be able to start swinging back into a normal schedule. We got some, do have some stuff lined up. So we appreciate everybody listening and uh, your continue listening, um, even if you're listening to it at 1.5 uh, times speed, because you don't want to <laughs> sit through the entire hour. Oh, it's all right. Thanks, Pat. You're not used to hearing my voice um, the way it is when we hung out, but I get it. <laughs> I don't want to hear me talk this long either. Brandon, I love you, buddy. Love you too, man. And we'll see everybody next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks. Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This has been The Malting Hour. Be sure to follow us on all social media by searching The Malting Hour and at themaltinghour.com. You can also follow us individually on social media. Brandon can be found on Instagram as bmdub81, on Twitter, bdub81, and on untapped as bdubdrinksbeer. Tony can be found on Instagram and untapped under Ace of Help Chicago, on Twitter, the Ace of Help Chicago. Clark can be found as Clarkowski on all three. Dan can be found on Instagram as hip underscore underscore hops and hip hops on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe, like, and rate the show on your preferred podcast listening platform. Until next time, cheers from all of us at the Malting Hour. <laughs>